ghosts and ghouls, succubi and pegasi, hot dogs and old style. Welcome to the Chicago Tale. The party valiantly battled against Nahedra and the other monstrosities they found deep in the abandoned section of Blingdonstone. And though they eventually came out victorious, tragedy still befell the group. In an effort to save Jin, Nico Callist called forth to Grast, who twisted the deal against the Wanti wizard. Down another member, most of the adventurers returned to the city proper, despondent. Last time we were in Blingdonstone, we had an unfortunate passing away of uh, Nico, whose uh, deal with Gratz, let's call it, came to unholy fruition. Um, and some of you made it back to the um, frothy mug where you've all been staying at the inn in Blingdonstone um, under the uh, hospices of Tappy. Uh, however, Dro, you stayed behind just to, uh, as we were talking before, you're an elf, you don't need as much sleep, so you stayed behind just to spend a few more moments, I think, with your fallen com- comrade. Um, in regards to the grander scene in Blingdonstone, you all are doing this um, on the behalf of uh, a guy named Sark. There we go. Sark Axbarrel asked you to go kill this Medusa named Mahidra, and you all did that and cleaned off the statue um, of Garl Glittergold. Um, prior to that, you were able to scout out the ooze problem, and you saw something worrying. You saw... Um, you could presume from the rumors that you heard uh, the person or thing or being known as the Pudding King and uh, hundreds of oozes bowing down and pledging fealty to him, uh, which was a disturbing sight as you reported that back to the Digger Maddox. Um, then before that, you also did a good deed, especially for Senny who is the more level-headed of the two Diggermatic chieftains, um, her and Dorbo. Um, and she asked you to kind of figure out the where-at problem, and you all sort of facilitated a truce um, between the two groups. And so they are no longer trying to exterminate the where-at population that lives in the northern part of Lindenstone. Any questions? Does that summarize everything? Do you want me to cover any of the factions again? think so um just one last thing about uh jesse's character um jesse's character is dead yeah nico you're dead jay right i'm dead you're dead okay dead well, boy dead i don't know that's a good point you actually the, you got the case of gold that had stuff written on it and stuff. he's a dead boy yeah when jen went back jen went back to their or her room and she found a bag of gold where kind of where the writing where like on a normal quarter where we would say like in god we trust or something it said like um, it gave a message to Jin that said, "Hey, if you want to resurrect your friend or save your friend, I could help you, but it's um, <laughs> I need you to take care of the the demon lord who's blocking that." Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Other than that, I just wanted to dig it, Jay. <laughs> sure. Death is but the beginning, Kratzy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to approach it. Um, 
So we'll start with Dro. You are in this, I mean, I hate to call it a tomb, but it is kind of a tomb now, I suppose. You all um, laid out Nico's body across the one of the alt- altars there and sort of set up a sort of funeral pyre, I guess you could call it. Um, and you are in this uh, empty space where, you know, there are these statues that you all have shattered after your battle with Nihidra. So, Dro. Yeah, Dro would definitely just head back to the to the inn, but first uh, takes him a little bit extra time to grieve. And as he descends, because it wasn't elevated onto a staircase where this place was, as he descends, would just take a crowbar and hammer out of his pack and take some time, however long it took, to try to to cave in the rock slightly to entomb the mark, marking of the burial place. And I don't know if it, you know, if it would work that well or if it would fully get entombed, but he would take some time to try to try yeah. to leave a barricade at the very least. You'll definitely succeed at this. Let's just do a, I think a strength probably check would be, that's what we... 18. Yeah, that then you can do it in a very short amount of time. You find a good rock that seems like it's going to fall, get the crowbar in there and um, get it loose. And there's a controlled sort of... I hate to say rock slide, but a rock tumbling uh, over the entrance to that. And then definitely Dro's thinking about a lot of things, deity-wise and party-wise and Nico-wise, and spends an extra moment of contemplation outside the newly formed rock slide and will take his dagger out and cut his arm, get his palm print nice and bloody, and find the biggest central stone that's now entombing his old friend Nico and kind of mark it with a bloody palm print, uh, get his second thumb bloody and make the six-fingered hand of Gratz on the central stone in blood and kind of mark and, and signify the entombment of Nico. Yep, and you do that. You take a step back to admire your handiwork, see if you got it straight and everything, see if you got the six fingers really there and you see it glow sort of red, an unholy glow and then seal itself black. Oh, man. And then Charlie Brown sad, hung head, bow at the ready, know there's dangers, makes his way back. Rain cloud following you and yes. just you um, as you go back. Yeah, Good. you go back to the inn and join the others. Um, maybe, I don't know if you check in on them, but I'll just give you the scene anyways. Um, Jin, I think you probably drank yourself to sleep. Mm-hmm. That's what you said last time. Yes. Um, Stool is currently uh, sleeping on Nico's bed, um, getting up any pheromones that might have been left over from their friend. They're a myconid. They do weird stuff. Uh, and Rostos, I don't know if you're sleeping. You're probably sleeping. He's a tired boy. He's a tired boy. All right. Um, you all have a full rest. You're completely rested up. Um, I don't know if anybody has spell slots in this group. Oh, I guess you, yeah, Ranger does, yeah. Um, so you all get all your points back, anything that you might get back. And in the morning, you are uh, awoken or interrupted from your trance um, by Tappy, who is coming to each of you all with a plate, a full plate of goodies. Um, And she's having a hard time reading the room. Um, I'm not sure if she saw you all come in. I think she did see you all come in um, last night, now I think about it. Yes. Um, So she gets that you all are upset about something, so she's going to be quick with it, and she's just going to say, I just wanted to give you the classic bling and stone breakfast. Maybe it would make you feel a little bit better. Um, I'm really sorry for anything that might have happened. Uh, but here, um, and she pushes a dish forward and she's going to point to it and she's going to say, these are blinged in beans and they're bright green little beanies. Um, this is toasted blue bread, as you all know from like the blue um, fungi that you've kind of seen that you can make into a flower. 
Um, this is Roth Sausage Lynx, which is a type of bovine creature that is actually from above ground. Um, this is grilled slices of Trillamac. These are salamander eggs served sunny to side up and a curious little squishy disc of black meat right here. This is called black pudding. Enjoy. And she'll leave each of you all to your dishes. Rastos only has the beans and the bread and the eggs. That makes sense. Not the not the bovine or the black mm-hmm. pudding. Nope. <laughs> makes sense. Uh, if I can, if Stuhl was there, I would look at him and try to see if he'd absorb them because I don't want them. Where did you get the Atlanta accent? I don't know. For Stuhl? It's uh, actually Austrian. Or Atlanta. <laughs> Stuhl. People in Atlanta speak that way? Mm-hmm. In Austria, that's how you pronounce like a stool is stool. Mm. Stool. A straw is stool. Yeah. Um, what were you doing with stool? I'm sorry. If he's there, I would try to offer it to him. Uh, yeah, he sits on it, absorbs it. I, I scoop it. I look at him. And I'm like, if he, I'll look at him like, spore me, spore me now. Uh, they'll spore you. And I'll be like, do you, do you want these uh? bovine sausage links or this black pudding to eat? Sure. No. Sad and downtrodden. Oh. Usually a little more eloquent. Oh, scoop it on the ground. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, not just... Still just go over and kind of sits on it and starts to absorb it. I don't know how fucking Mike and Adit, yo. That's it. That's how, that's how they <laughs> ate in uh, whatever Neverlight Grove. Right? They just sat on things. Yeah, they're all so different in terms of their shapes and sizes and stuff. That's hard to say. I assume Drow would just be eating in silence, whether we're together or in the room, but eventually just make our way down to Tappy's bar to meet and decide what the next step is. And just go down quiet and dejected to meet the others. Yeah, I guess I'd be down there eating. Are we, are we eating together? I don't know why we wouldn't be. <laughs> she delivered your plates to your bed, but... Oh, okay. All. Uh, I guess I'd, oh, interesting. I guess I, uh, I'd eat my room, then leave, and, uh, just be waiting in the downstairs thing at the bar. Jin would be eating in silence downstairs. She'd bring her plate down. If there's a table or a bar, I can be around. Sure. And I'm going to just leave the black pudding there until I see Rastos. And I'm just going to eat it and leave some of it right on my face as I eat it and just smile at him. Oh, yeah. You have a bit of stuff on your face there. Oh, I'm sorry. I did not see it. Then I just wipe it, wipe it off and put it in my mouth and just really slowly eat it off my fingers. Oof. Are you trying to be what they call sexy with me? <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to show you that you could eat pudding too. You know, it it is a a food substance, apparently. Uh, Pudding and I don't have a good history. I like to just leave it be. I don't think this group has a good history. Well, I mean, we are one member short now for the group. One? How many do we start with? Three of us left. Howie. Nico goes on and on, even Rastos' friends. 
This happened yesterday, but it doesn't change what we're doing. Uh, well. Yes, eat your pudding. Put it in. Mm, so good. <laughs> okay, uh, well, let's. Should we go see. Uh, we'll have to see the Digger Maddox. Yes. Let them know what happened. See what they have to say. There's enemies within the city. We need to know what to do, what they want us to do. And we've lost one more. Well, then to Sinny it is. Yes. Aye. Thank you, Tappy. Yes, of course. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I see some of you all didn't eat all of it, but that's okay. I know some of it's not really all that common. Oh, I, I enjoyed every piece of it. Look, my plate is clean. Oh, remember the clean plate club then. She gives you an honorary bib that says the Clean Plate Club. Great. I mean, it's shitty, though. It's like, you know, when you go Plastic? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you all heading to the Digger Maddox? Yes. Digger Maddox Hall we go. Um, you all know your way around inner, inner Blingdon Stone well enough that this is not an issue, especially for Rostos, who is uh, an expert at navigating through Byzantine hallways and whatnot. Um, and as you all enter into the familiar um, scene of um, Diggermatic Hall, there are a few new figures here. Um, you see Sark, who you talked to on the way back. He still he gives you a, a nod. Um, you can see maybe if you're keen enough, you could see a hint of guilt in his eye as he knows what happened. Um, you see Senny sort of a little bit um, looking somber and despondent as as uh, Dorbo goes his normal freaking out. Um, He's just losing his shit per usual. Um, and then you see a uh, floating figure who is translucent. Um, and they are at this table talking with everyone as well. They're clearly a ghost. Um, and from what you hear, they sound a little bit like your buddy Pelic, But they look much less um, shitty. A little bit more put together in terms of a ghost, you know. Um, a, a nice collared shirt tucked into his pants and you know he looks like he has like a, a good jacket and vest on so he looks like a well put together ghost but he's definitely and you guys have seen ghosts since you've been in the underdark he's definitely a Sferf Neblin or deep gnome ghost cool and no like indications of how they died on their ghost ghostly self mm-hmm. okay nope I look at their feet immediately to see if they have little wisps or actual feet uh I'm, I th- I'm thinking wisps that's way cooler, right? I kind of like the genie wisp, sort of. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Memories of your buddy Pelic. Um, in addition, you also see a. Actually, Jesse, I'm gonna hand this one over to you. Who else do they see there? All right. Uh, you see a uh, Duragar there. He's in. Uh, he's got a uh, you know a kind of white black uh, kind of streaked mohawk. Um, he's got uh, kind of a chin strap going on with a little bit of a mustache. Uh, lighter facial hair, though, for a dwarf, or a Durgar, I should say. Uh, darker skin, kind of a purplish tone. Uh, he's wearing chainmail. The leather parts of his chainmail are connected by like a uh, yellow and black uh, striped leather. Uh, he carries a large shield. Uh, the shield has, uh, let me see here, it's a, uh, it's a pair of eyes surrounded by seven stars uh, on the shield. Uh, if anyone is 
familiar with religion, it is Selyun, or however you pronounce it, uh, the goddess of the moon. Sahunin? Sahunin, yeah. Oh, okay. No. So that would be, no? uh, that's what the... Oh, you guys are rolling for religion. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if that's a, you, if you recognize it, that's because sure. so, I wouldn't think it's like not something hidden. Yeah, you know, that's yeah, kind of very a obvious. you know it's very obvious reference. Um, and yeah, I guess he's about five feet tall, a little bit over five and a half feet, kind of a little bit taller, but not too tall. A deep dwarf. Is this deep dwarf like with Sunny and Dobro? Yes, yes. So. They're actually he's the one kind of leading the discussion, as you can see, um, and. Everyone's listening intently, but they're, you all are still kind of at the door, but they're all kind of talking um, together. I, I think we would wait at the door, wait to be summoned, if it was people we hadn't met yet. Sure. Um, there are a few other people there, but those are the, the heavy hitters. Those are the big players that you all can kind of see. Um, you can see that there's also a few miners there representing that faction as well. Um, and as you all come in, finally, Cindy's finishing up what she's saying to this dwarf, nods, and then comes over to you all. She's going to say, we heard the news about Nico. You have our deepest sincerity. I'm, I'm very, or, sorry. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Sympathy. There we go. You have our deepest sympathy. Um, I apologize that this happened while you were aiding our people, but know that we are in absolute gratitude. Um, however... I believe there's a even more pressing matter that sort of threatens all of us at this point. We are still committed to the cause. Nico was trying to help and be an honor to their memory to continue. Uh, I'm sorry, didn't you say did you say something? No. Is 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 did I miss a joke? We've been through a lot and it's left our mark. Right. Well, it's, people are acting strangely as of recently anyways. Uh, and that's sort of how Jin deals with the, the seriousness of things going on here. Dro will actually reach out and, and touch his hand to her shoulder and just do a double pat and then go back to normal posture. Well, I think it's best if you hear it from the horse's mouth. Um, I'm going to introduce you to our Dwergar trader friend who we've been working with for a while and he brings news of what's been happening out in the Underdark and just prepare yourself. I don't think you're going to like this. Um, come this way. Uh, I'll have him introduce himself and you can get to know him. Um, but uh, just listen to what he has to say. It is not good. And uh, Dorbo loses his shit. He's going to start literally tearing his hair out as you all approach the table. And he's like walking over and sitting in his pouting chair, stomping on the ground and shit. Um... And you all walk up, and you are standing at the table with uh, the Ghost Man, uh, this Dwergar, and several others, Sferf Nevelin as well, as Sandy joins you. Uh, Lauren, do you want to catch them up? This is uh, Lauren Rocktiller. Um, but please. Hello, it's an honor to meet you all, friends and allies of Glingdenstone. Dro. Rastos. This is Jin. We are missing Nico. Yes, I heard of the unfortunate uh, events that befell your companion. It was unfortunate. Medusa's dead. That's why I've come to understand. Anyway, Sunny says you have something for us? Yes. News? I'm Lauren Rocktiller. Uh, I'm a, basically a trader down here. I adventure, you know, general adventuring and things. Um, 
On our way in, my traveling party was assaulted by a group of drow, not far outside of Blinkenstone. I managed to escape with my life, but my party was separated. I'm not quite sure where they are or if they survived. Along the way, I noticed that choke points were being set up by the drow. I had to sneak through. Granted, it's not very easy for me wearing this heavier armor. They were creating essentially what looked like a blockade. I've seen this before in drow assaults on Krakowska. Um, it looks like they are seeming to cut it off from all trade. It was being ordered by someone with a shield female voice, though it did not seem entirely drowish. If you understand what I mean by that. Ilvara of House Mizram. Then we know our enemy already. We know her well. Well, I was able to sneak through some of the back tunnels that, you know, are only really known to the Smurf Melvin. And they are mobilizing for battle. I saw at least 100 soldiers. 100? At least. And that does not include the Quagoths and Driders I also saw. How long? I would say, considering the drow are likely trying to starve us and weaken us before they invade, I would say we have at least a week, given the supplies that I was able to bring in and what was already here. That doesn't bode well with what faces us on the other side. Puddings amass. Exactly, Rostos. Well, enemies within and enemies without. Perhaps it is a, a visit uh, with whatever his name was, uh, Chitgrin. We've been in contact with Chipgrin, but Chipgrin is doing, um, for lack of a better term, the Lord's work right now by holding off the current ooze invasion to the north. They're pouring in more so than they ever have before as we speak. And so, rather what? than, the, you know what they say about fighting a battle on two fronts, don't do it. Oh yes, I've read that. Uh, so you are in good standing then with Chitgrin? Chipgrin, yes. I just didn't know if I could say it loudly with Dorbo here. Well, I mean, he's busy pouting over there anyways. It's been, you've told us some time since the last drow incursion, you do have defenses. She's going to look at Sark, and Sark's going to give you one of those things where you take your hand and kind of go up and down with the shrugging and kind of grimace your face a little bit. Defenses would be a, uh, a strong term. Sark here has about 20 soldiers trained. He is our defenses. They are our defenses, rather, if I can get my verb conjugations correct there. Entrances to the city? Only one that most know of, although there are multitudinous if you are a miner. I don't think the drow will be able to find those, although all it would take was time. They found us in very unsuspecting places. They are good at tracking. And you said the ooze numbers are higher than they've ever been. They are pushing now. With a week to go. I would say our benefit lies in that the drow do not know the oozes assault us from the inside. Could we lead the oozes to the front but in a week? Well, we have an idea of how to deal with the oozes. That we don't have a week to wait on that. If we wait a week, I'm afraid the oozes will overtake the city. And according to what Lauren said, they are trying to starve us out. The drow, Lauren or Lauren? L O R A N. Lauren. Lauren The drow may be more powerful, but the threat within the city is greater than outside of the walls. 
that needs to be dealt with first. Dare I say immediately? Today. Now? Yes. There is a small issue I have. I, go ahead. Well, I, I promised uh, a seller a sword that I had, but it was destroyed in the fight with Nico against the Medusa and uh, I'm sure the Digger Maddox could aid us if they could expedite the process of retrieving your weapon they know how powerful you are with it is there any you could accommodate if we stopped at the blacksmith on the way to deal with this issue well here's the plan Sir Lauren will you be joining this party of course There's, thank you there would be no other option Thank you. So we, um, s- we see this shield, and what type of weapon do you have? Uh, I am holding a spear. I kind of just generally hold a spear, but I do have a military pick that is hanging Sick. by my side. Sick. Don't you also have a curious necklace or ring? I can't remember. Uh, sorry, what we, for, or what we made it. Yeah. Um, yes. I'm hold pretty sure it's psychotic looking. I do have something. Let me see here. It is a cloak. Oh, right. So this cloak... Uh, it's a very shadowy cloak. And it's kind of like, I would say, the reason why it wasn't described is because it's kind of hard to notice. It seems to suck in light from around it. Ooh, cool. Um, and so this thing, it, what it would do is absorb sunlight, but again, we're not anywhere near sunlight. However, my travels take me to above, and being a Duragar, this is something useful for me. Could we do a actual religion check? Because now that we're checking them out a little bit more. Sure, yeah, absolutely. It's going to be really low. Dirty 20. He's not covering, I think, the fact that he's a, a cleric of some sort. Well, um, but for a Duragar to be displaying a light god, that's I, pretty unusual, right? I will let Jesse tell you what you notice about that. He got a dirty 20, Jesse. So. Yeah. Um, so, like, you you would know that this is a, you know, the goddess of the moon. And so, you know, this would be the equivalent of darkness on the surface is that would be the reason why I'd probably worship this as someone who would travel between the two. And uh, Although it's a reflection of light. So it is, got this yeah, nice it's a reflection little, of light. Yeah. And so, you know, Sick. that's why I also wear brighter colors. So it's like this, it's this different. And you like elves too. I like elves. I mean, I've dealt with them, you know, generally. Like I would say I have disdain for, you know, the drow and yeah. their oppression in the underdark, but... Say I encountered some above, I wouldn't expect all drow to be, you know, the you know, just drow. Yeah, because you're a because tra- I, I would say more worldly well. than people that were just stuck in their cities in the underdark. Right. Well, know, I like to think terms. that Drow and Lauren are kind of sizing each other up, both being underdark, like born people, but with kind of allies of the surface in a weird way. We're both trying to, I don't know, I would imagine they're trying to get a read on each other. Yeah, and um, Senny and them had definitely, go, having gone through it with you, Dro, trying to figure out if you could be trusted. I'm sure they tried to convince. Um, I keep on wanting to call you Sir Lauren for some reason. I don't I know mean, if that's you pro. can, Sarah, S-E-R. Yeah, that one, Sarah that's Lauren. That's pretty sweet. Um, <laughs> as uh, they would try to convince them that you, you would be an ally, I think. And uh, I think that Lauren's probably yeah, well-traveled. I think, enough I, I think they'd be like, yeah, there's a drow. Yeah. You know, that's something that, you know, yeah. seeming pertinent. They'd be like, there is a drow in our employee. You right, know? right. Which isn't unheard of. We all know Drist. Yeah. He fought drow. He's not a normal drow. Um, and so... Uh, yeah, Senny is going to, as she, as you agree to be, uh, join the party, she's going to take out of, um, you can notice she was holding something the whole time, and she takes out 
um, four pins and she puts them on the table and they make a loud sort of metal clink as they hit the table and you can tell that they're pretty solidly made um, and they are made of a dark sort of brass color um, not as shiny and it is clearly a pickaxe uh, actually just like two t- pickaxes crossing each other um, with a sickle at the bottom a what? A sickle at the yeah. bottom. <laughs> Soviet. Oh no, no, no. Freakish Soviet. That's a sickle and a hammer. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, I thought you were going to make fun of me of doing the Denver Nuggets no, logo. No, uh, no. Which... Oh my God. That's Come on. No. Uh, no, a sickle and a hammer, not a sickle and a pickaxe. Uh, that, that's funny. Uh, no, we'll go with two, two pickaxes. They're a mighty community. Um, and she's going to present them and she's going to say, with these, you're essentially on the level as us. You'll be essentially stewards of Blingdenstone if you wear these. Thus, if you have any issues with traitors, they'll treat you with a little more respect. We owe it to you since your friend gave their life for our city. Wait, uh, are, are, are you sure? Absolutely, I'm positive. Don't tell Dobro, maybe pick them up quickly. Very well. You were as we picked them up, you were communicating your plan with the oozes? Well... It sounded like you knew something? Like I said, about fighting on two fronts. Don't do it. So what we're going to do is make the oozes fight on two fronts. Currently, the were-rats, the were-people, maybe as we should start calling them. I'm not really sure what they prefer or what the preferred term is. Jin thinks that they prefer people. People, right, people. So uh, our good mm, friends to know. the north of, <laughs> of Blingens. Our furry friends, would they prefer furry friends? Jin does not think that they would prefer furry friends Chip over friend even were-rats. his rat. friends, how's that? Um, they are currently distracting them to the north. Sark and his troops are going to go and do the same and try to get as many oozes as we possibly can heading in that direction. We were hoping that you could be our infiltration team to go take down the Pudding King. Yeah, you want us to take a, a, a detoured route and then attack the Pudding King? Well, Yadgir here, and she's going to po- point to the ghost, and he's going to go, Hello! Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, you hear the trim, the vibrato in his voice that uh, like Jin has flashbacks to all the times with... Yadgar, do you know a Pelic? That is why I'm here. You did a great favor for my friend, Pelic. I thought that would be the end of all of you. Trust me, I'm much less annoying. Did he talk about how spooky he is? Yes, at, at length. Let me be the first to tell you. That is not normal. Yes, are, are you spookier than Pelic? No, I'm a ghost. Uh, thank Helen for at least your normal ghost. <laughs> Also, how aren't you in hell yet? Hell? Wherever you are supposed to go. Supposed to go? I guess you're just here. I am the keeper of the spirits of Blingdenstone. Oh, no. (laughs) So if someone dies in Blingdenstone? They go to their final resting place at the Ruby in the Rough. I believe you visited there, Jin. Jin was there, yes. It was, uh... Nice enough. It's not bad, is it? I mean, if you are going to spend eternity in some place, at least you have hallways to move around. It in. could be worse. You could be trapped underground. Right. That would suck. Mm-hmm. 
Jin doesn't really know what. Well, Jin actually does know what it's like to be trapped underground. Are you referring to your current situation? Jin is referring to most of the the last four weeks or so. Yes. Understood. Well, I will show you an underground passage to what they are now calling the Pudding Court, which was once a very important location for us for Fneblin people, but now has been overtaken by the oozes. We believe that is where the Pudding King resides. I didn't would like to know, could you, can you make this, you know, tour of the underground passage? That's what we're supposed to be doing. Can you do it and not talk at the same time? They're giving me weird flashbacks. Uh, he's going to look over to uh, Senny, who's just going to give him a very calm nod, like a slow, close their eyes, just nod at him. Very well. You, you do need to know that we have to go get Rastos's weapon, the big axe to the left. Senny will say, you have as much time as you, as you think you need. That's fine. Can you come back in a couple of hours before we depart? Will that be enough time? Yes, we just need to negotiate a new price, I guess. Or threaten them. I think with these pins we'll be more than fine, Sonny. Thank you. Yes, another pin. Well, Sir Lauren, thanks again for the information. I'm sad that I had to bring you such news. It's been a pleasure doing business with you over the years. You've been an ally for us for a very long time, and we're just happy that you're willing to support our cause. Well, I'm hoping I'm not the last. Absolutely. Real quick. Yeah. You just said his name. Sir Loin. Lauren. Sir Loin. Yeah, Sir Loin. <laughs> <laughs> Sir it sounded like you said Sir Loin. I was like, okay, I get it. <laughs> Sir Loin. Yeah, he likes, he likes, uh, Jesse good. one time named his character Filet Mignon. Of, uh, of one of my pirate. favorite, <laughs> my favorite uh, I like Filet Mignon. names of all time. <laughs> um, yeah. You all have the blessings of Lingdon Stone for sure. When I say that, like, these pins are no business, like, no fucking around. When I say steward, there is no, like, ruler of Blingdon Stone. Like, the Digger Medics are, are looked as, like, loose chieftains. But you all are essentially, like, that's kind of a way that they symbolize their power. You all have that now. I'm not saying you can boss around people because you're still not Spurf Neblin. But they'll know that, like, shit, they're trusted by the Digger Medics. We can trust these people. Um, and you all can return to... Uh, the Diggermatic um, uh, Hall whenever you're ready to go but you have t- plenty of time to do what you need to to prep however you need everything I know about stewards is literally from Lord of the Rings and steward of Gondor yeah and all he does steward is sing was... and uh, be like a shitty I think the Diggermatics the Diggermatics are de facto leaders and we're like thanes of the city a steward literally means like you're in place of the ruler because there is no ruler yeah. but caretaker. you could be yeah you're a yeah. caretaker yeah so we're like that dude. You're, she gave you the same insignia that represents like her. And a bag of cherry tomatoes. Yes. <laughs> yes. The biggest bag of cherry tomatoes. I'm popping them in my mouth. I think our only, unless somebody else spoke up, our only thing would be going to the uh, I'm blacksmith. Like almost having a stroke from the amount of I, fucking I, Lord of the Rings. I try to get it back. It's out. cool. It's a fine fucking. But it's a fine book. film. It's a fine film series. 
We don't need to reference it every time we play D and D. And like nine out of Dude, ten I times, think, it's the same no, scene. No, I think it's every time we play. It's like the battle at Helm's Deep. The, the last okay, episode. <laughs> the last episode had uh, come and claim him. Yeah. No, 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 no. The worst one was you fucking naming that little kid. Yes, Hala, the best ha- one. No, 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 no. We're moving on. What do you all want to do? We're going to the uh, blacksmith to get his uh, sword. And on the way, uh, Dro would talk to Lauren and um, kind of just, you know, size him up and say, how many were in your uh, party before you were separated? Twelve. Is there any hope of them potentially reaching the city as you did? Yes, I don't think the drow know the area I came from. I came from above. Therefore, I, I don't think the drow is familiar with that route as the other routes and that's why I was able to escape easy, easily enough in my heavier, heavier armor. So and so I'm assuming, since we sp- we all split up, obviously we would not want to bring an army behind a group of us, so we split up. And I'm, I'm sure maybe some will turn up, I'm not sure otherwise though. A hundred drow with Quagos and Driders. We have 20 Durgar with Sark. Potentially 12 more with your band. Tw- uh, sorry, 20 Snurf Neblin. Yeah, Snurf Levin, yeah. I apologize. It's all good. Um, Potentially 12 more with your band Three of us Chip Grin and his group Which undetermined amount And you do have like The citizens of Blingdenstone But I mean That's like giving a style Um Less than that man That's like giving Citizens with a 4 HP Yeah Exactly (laughs) We're talking pitchforks and shit it's like getting the hobbits that were Okay, we get it, dude (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, man Going to the Shire Watch anything else Play a video game Read anything else they're not like Batman. So, <laughs> Dro finished laying I like out. That better. That's an improvement. Dro finished laying out. Terrible in its improvement. How, uh, what the disadvantage is, and, and look at Lauren. And so we have a week with that. With that knowledge, we have one week to prepare, yeah? Yes. That is true. Okay. Guess we deal with the problem at hand first and go from there. I, I should chime in really quickly. Lauren is not, uh, Lauren is not bullshitting when he says that um, he was just at a surface. He knows the same path that the Sferf Neblin have referred to from below and above. Um, So, which is basically the start of our bargaining with them that they would lead us to that. Yes, exactly. That's how you got wrapped up in all of these quests. Absolutely. It's the rock light thing that we're all done with. Uh, no, you saw it. Yeah. I don't know if you know that you saw it, but you saw it. No, we didn't do anything about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know where it's at, though. It's in the tomb with Nico. Yep. But you've seen a lot of other statues of people in other places, so you know it probably moves around, but that's the last time you saw it. Oh, I thought that was like the Medusa thing. The rock light was another separate thing. So they said that rock blight is when it causes earth elementals to kind of go crazy yeah. and then it also causes things that are seemingly made of rock to come to life. And remember when those statues came to life? Mm. That was not a Medusa thing. Okay. Yeah. It's related to Ogre Mox Bane? Exactly. That is the rock blight. Oh. Yep. Dro's good besides a trip to the um, blacksmith. Before we get there, can I talk to Rastos? Uh, Rastos, do you want me to put your pen on you? Uh, sure. Do you, do you have the clothes on right now? I don't <laughs> know. Yes, I, you can pin it on my cloak that I'm wearing. I'll put the little pin on his cloak. Then I will look up at Rastos in the eyes and says, 
Uh, Jin will not wear the pin. The last time Jin got the pin, it meant, uh, you know, Jin has not fond memories of the pins. The betrayal pins. Betrayal pins. Put them in my pocket and not say a word to Rastos. My pin. Interesting. Uh, Sure, thanks for pinning that on me. Remember that Jin is suffering the most madness right now. And Elliot's playing up a lot of different elements of their madness, her madness. 18 madnesses. Yeah, you got (laughs) Joe won't put on the pin for shame of the treacheries that his people have done to this city. It's fine. You can hold on to it, though. Yeah, exactly. You can flash it into into the pocket. Yeah, Yeah, detective badge or something. Um, Put on your wallet. Yeah, that'd be cool. You're under your... Oh, yeah, my chain wallet. Here <laughs> that Ooh, yeah. that's nice. Yeah. That'd be nice. Uh, cheers. 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 I already drank mine. You oh. can be like Axel Foley in Beverly Hills Cop and flash it all the time. What are the worms called down here? The wallet's made out of the the worm skin. Purple worm? Yeah, the purple worm skin. Yeah, yeah, Purple yeah. worm skin wallet. Oh, yeah. On a chain. On an adamantine chain. Um, Kratzy, roll a d8. One. The egg you have begins to shake. Oh, yes! Yes! <laughs> it's in my little baby born! Oh, ah! It's happening! Uh, what? Nico, he- oh, it's God. happening! <laughs> Nico, heat! Oh, fuck. What, what's happening? I, I need, I, I think I need heat. I, I don't know, and I'll put it down and look at the egg and- and poke it a little bit. Oh gosh, oh gosh. It just starts waddling back and forth, you know, a little bit. And then uh, if you hear a I'll pull out my dagger and if it starts to crack, I'll give it a little help. Um, you, you see a little tiny beak kind of come through, but then the beak retreats and you just hear a and two hooks come out and it starts to pull apart the, uh, the egg a little bit. And it pulls it apart. It's this slimy purple, tiny hooked whore with nice six-pack abs um, and uh, a yellow beak and yellow hooks and it's about, ooh, I'd say like a maybe a foot tall. It's not very tall at all. This is the first time you see Dro's teeth. He's smiling ear to ear and he, hold, he cups his hands out as if gesturing it to come towards him. Uh, kind of looks around back and forth and uh, sees its, its setting and seeing your hands, it just sort of waddles in there and just starts banging together its hooks and making this little like tinking noise and kind of like a little it like, sounds like my cat Joel will start making a, a little throat noise it tries to imitate you doing the same thing roll an animal handling check crit 20 oh! baby <laughs> the old uh, cats to- is back total of 22 yeah it fucking loves you man uh, it's imitating your voice, and it is now kind of like uh, rubbing up against you, and it is slimy, so you're covered in hook horror slime right now. I put it back in the baby Bjorn to see if it wants to go back on the chest. Yeah, it'll do whatever you fucking want. You roll a quick t- crit 20 on animal yes. handling, you do whatever you want with that thing. Um, I could try talking to it for you if you want it. No, thank you. Okay. <laughs> I, I will hand you a, a chain glove. You will need this as it gets older, obviously. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Lauren. <laughs> Jin thinks that this is entirely disgusting. I'll pull out a, uh, a little piece of 
um, I actually did keep on my inventory. I have some dragon heart. Oh, shit. Uh, I'll pull out a little bit and hold it to see if the hookor would like some. Oh, yeah. That's gobbling up fucking dragon heart. You all dried that like jerky, right? Yeah. It was jerky. It was cut up into parts. And yeah. I'm, I'm sure Jesse talked about how he cooked it. Or <laughs> yeah, we filleted like a huge... All you can do with food in d d is salt it and jerky it. That's yeah. all you can do with it. Do you remember all of Rastos's friends, Dro? I do, I do. You remember what happened to the real friend that the Howling Dark had? The two of them? Yes. Jen just wants you to take it into consideration that the people that we meet sometimes meet uh, less than pleasant ends. Kratzy, roll a, roll a D. Roll any dice and tell me if it's odds or evens. One. It's a boy. You can tell that, I'm sure, just from your animal handling check that I think it has a, a vent. Massive and, dinger? No, it's a bird, you fucking weirdo. Sick freak. Sick fucking freak. God, talk about a screeching halt to a beautiful moment. Fucking... We just we just celebrated Easter. You're gonna comment on that, dude. This is the this is the cycle of like rebirth and life. Jesus Christ, man. You got a hookor, uh, baby. Um, we'll talk about that during break um, about what that means because it does have rules and a bunch of other shit. I'll put the chain glove in my in my pack and look up at Jin and say, I do remember. And as death goes, life comes. And. Uh, <laughs> I just smile at him. I would name him Nico, but Nico is not gone yet. And Nico, they're not gone yet. Put it a little way and start walking and being like concentrated and giving it the Gucci goo finger on its ripped abs. Yeah, and feeding it the dragon heart. That boy's gonna grow up big and strong. Yep. Yep. Maybe he'll get a 12 pack eventually. We'll see. You guys remember hook horrors have fat fucking abs, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. These guys are fucking ripped. Yeah, you got monsters with abs, yeah. ones with nice hair. They did you the got... Bruce Lee workout. <laughs> Every... Slow sit-ups, baby. They uh, they have hook hands, right? Yeah. So they they do like one-finger push-ups, but on their hook hands. Yeah, that's lovely. Uh, absolutely. Um, okay, you all make it to the, uh, I believe they're called the Clattering Caverns? Caves of Clatter. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can do it the German way or the Latin way. We'll go Caves of Clatter or the Latin way. Um, Rastos, I'll let you lead the way. Um, you go up to the same uh, merchant you met before, and he's going to say, um, I'm not sure if this is his voice, but we can all pretend it. Oh, hello there. You're back to trade me back that very, very nice, perfect, special sword for your magical axe that I fixed perfectly. Oh, yes, uh, we ran into a bit of issue there. I don't know if you noticed, sir. Uh, well, this person wasn't with us there, but uh, we're down a person, and I'm down the sword. Uh, I Ogre didn't notice, as you can see. And he lifts up his uh, his tiny little black glasses, and he you, he pulls them up, and he has no eyes. I'm blind. Oh, when Millhouse takes his glasses off. Yes, yeah. well, dot. except just no, just open fucking sockets. Oh no way! He has no eyes. Amazing. How, how do you sharpen swords and axes like like this? this? And he's just super skilled at doing it. He just knows his way around his shop. Well, yes, in trying to conquer the Ogre Max Bane and the uh, Medusa or uh, uh, Gorgon that uh, was in the tunnels here. Uh, 
It killed our friend and in the process destroyed the sword. I'm very sorry to hear that, but a deal's a deal. Sure, uh, could you just touch my chest real quick, just feel this. Uh, pardon me. Well, it, it is just a pin I want you to touch and feel since you're blind. Well, this is rather unorthodox, but all right then. And he, the second his finger touches, he's like, oh, you have been designated as stewards of Blingenstone. Is that, there's a, listen, man, there's about to be some stuff coming here and I need it to protect you and everyone else, actually. Uh, without it, we're all pretty doomed. Absolutely. I'm very sympathetic to the cause. Well, what are you offering then? Rewards post-adventure. Something that won't be paid now, but will be paid after. We have the uh, word of Seni. The city rests on your shoulders in right. this decision. I will give you exclusivity with Cavernous Caravan Company. I don't know, understand. Or else well, we all die. It doesn't really but, I mean, if you really want to die and destroy everyone in Blingdenstone over this, Jin, just Jin. intimidate him. Just tell him we'll murder him. No. That's what to do upstairs. No, no. Jin, how much gold do we have in the party? Uh, I haven't counted it in a while. It's Give been it to a him. couple weeks. We gave him so much already. Who cares? L- man, you can keep it, but when you die in the dark, remember it could you could have been saved. I will see someone else. Do then. you want to make a, a persuasion, or I guess I guess I, I I don't see it as a direct intimidation, like on his person, but on his existence. You know, since you're like saying this is going to happen, so you can roll whatever you have higher. Between persuasion and what? Deception. Intimidation. Intimidation. A uh, fifteen. Yeah. Uh, all right, 50 gold would do it. Trouble hit Jin in the hip. Cough it up. We don't have that much money anymore. Neither do I. I'll pull out my gemstone pouch that I have and toss him a gemstone worth 50 gold, a gemstone worth 50 gold, and a gemstone worth 100 gold. Okay, he'll and just... as I do it... Like clench my body, and, uh, uh, and then I don't know what happens, and then I'll attempt to let it go. Yeah, make a Constitution saving throw. I feel like that that would be eighteen. Yeah, you you let you let one go begrudgingly, um, and that first one hits the uh, the table that you are barring over, and he he feels it, and he kind of he puts it in his teeth and kind of bites it a little bit, and he'll say this will do, and then he'll take Flammunzunga and he'll boom, put it back on the table. Pleasure doing business with you. I hope you go save our city. I'm having second thoughts, but thank you. Thank you. We'll make this right after it is all done. Mm-hmm. Taking all our money. Let's J- go. Jin could have just scrambled his brains. I don't know what that was about. Well, do it. Let's t- get We've the We've done enough back. to this city already. We need to protect these people. Jin, I'm fine if you want to. I don't mind. I don't know if I know friend Warren would like that very much. The man's greed knows no bounds, but he is the best you'll ever find in the Underdark. I'm pretty good at what I do. This crafting deserves payment. Uh, yeah, and you have Flamanzunga back. Right. Okay, so now it's a plus two. Okay. Um, and you can see it sort of has, uh, not only did he sort of clean it up, now it sort of has uh, these thorough lines of this red sort of ruby that he managed to kind of imbue into the areas where it was broken. Um, so... 
Although it was sort of broken, you can see these ruby lines now sort of look like, even though if it's not ignited, it sort of always looks like it's on fire. Yeah, you motherfuckers are complaining that we overpaid this guy. What Cheap, monster hunter cheap. weapon would you compare it to? Man, I haven't played in so long, but I want to get that new one. I want to get Rise really badly. Because um, you can ride the monsters in that one, fight with them, it looks cool. Yeah, um, apparently the bug zipline thing is really yeah, cool. Yeah, they say it's sweet. Um, but what I would compare it to is the the really early one where you get the fire stuff. Uh, I can't remember the names of it. I haven't played it. I don't know, Rathalos or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. Around like that. Yeah, yeah, we'll get the, the get the weapon and head back to Digger Medical on the way talk maybe talk tactics do you all need to do anything else i mean you could go to the trade grotto if you want to i just i mean you can take your time like i know i made it sound like there's it's it's a jrpg time right now you all can fucking do whatever you need to i have to pee really bad okay so Jin, you went tinkle in the very lovely um public outhouses built by the blingdon stone services um mining services that they created yes um it was lovely in there you had a great time. It smelled like potpourri. If potpourri had the underdark smell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back to Digger Maddox, or do any of you have anything else to do? Uh, let you think for a second. We could go buy salt. Salt? There's our salt down here. Lauren, you're a trader, correct? Yes, I. that would be salt, of course. There are... Creatures made of liquid, Jinus is thinking that maybe they are weak to salt. We have not tried salt. I honestly don't know if anyone ever has. <laughs> interrogative questions from anyone else. I don't I think know all what questions you're are interrogative, about. but <laughs> Jin does not understand the meaning of these. The words. redundancy stands. No. I've got enough arrows. I'm good. But we can see if anything's interesting. Got some potions or some salt. We just do a quick trip and then had to dig a call. That sounds fine. Juniper thinks that salt might work, but probably also the gin is stupid. Lauren, you think you'd be able to handle the conversations with the traders here? Of course. All right, let's see. Yeah, so... um just to expedite this a little bit rather than role play fucking everything you all know how I feel about shopping like for this kind of stuff um so you will get advantage on any sort of like kind of deal you try to make if you're doing like a deception or persuasion or intimidation yeah. Jay because you've dealt with these people before uh you know them by name make up their names I don't fucking care um and uh you can pretty much just Ask me if something is available, and I'll let you know. I have a list here. Salt's definitely there. It's deep enough into the earth. I can't imagine there's not salt mines available. <laughs> so, yeah, you can get some salt. Um, it's going to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then potions are going to be pretty much standard cost for shit like that. 50 gold. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. So what are you all looking for? Can you name one of them Mr. Banana, please? Mr. That's his nickname. That's what I call him every time okay, I come, good, uh, good. come into the Underdark. Thank you. Hello, hello Mr. Banana. <laughs> It's Mr. Banana. Mm-hmm. That's just one of them. That's his nickname. He's mm-hmm. he wears all yellow all the time. Mm-hmm. I didn't want it to be on the. I think I wanted <laughs> Jesse just come out with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> an aside to call someone Mr. Banana. Yes. Yeah. I'll give up, uh, or I'll try to give up my two diamond or my two gems, a hundred gold 
150 gold piece worth of value for a uh, potion. Roll a constitution saving throw. Oh, God. Here, and I'll give this motion and grip them into my hand, and the con save is a 14. Okay, you, this one's even harder this time. You can let one go, but your hand immediately brings it back to your chest, and you kind of hiss a little bit as you give. Uh, do you give him a, a 50, a ruby? Uh, yes. Yeah. So a uh, uh, ruby worth 50, and Lauren, you see this uh, drow you just met sort of <laughs> handed over to you in a struggling manner, and then <laughs> and I grip it firm and like kind of show the hook horror and like, this is ours, yes, <laughs> this is ours, this one goes back, okay, okay. I, I, I'm not rushing you, I would love a name for the hook horror, not necessarily within the next 10 or 15, 20 minutes, but just, you know, at some point. He's he's definitely bubbling on it, and uh, pets and things like this were used in his upbringing during, for the clan and things, and you didn't name him for a couple days. Oh, okay. Well, then you that's know? fair. If you want to play it that way, I'm cool with that. Well, it's just... It took me a week to name Tubia. And and what Jin says is holding true, like, Drow knows this thing might be fucking dead in, in one day. Hopefully it doesn't die nameless, otherwise <laughs> it comes back as a demon lord. No, he'll just go to the ruby in the rough and Drow will visit him in his spirit world. Name him Gurngol. You remember that was for Sir, Surf Nebulin only, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, whatever, whatever he wants to believe. I yeah. hand you a metal spoon. This is all I have left. You may keep it then. Okay. <laughs> Jen should tell you, Lauren, that Jen does not know if Rastos knows how to use metal utensils. That's quite all right. Uh, it's actually my first time seeing one of his kind up close. He's really strong, though. I would say his build would belie that information. Rastos can take a beating. <laughs> and has. Rastos' friends cannot take beatings like Rastos. Don't bring that up. Shh, shh. I'm, I'm just sitting there, like, looking in the air, uh, tossing a hand axe, seeing if I can catch it. Your tail is swatting flies off your rear end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, a, like a hippo. <laughs> just shitting and spreading crap. No, it's not that. I know. I was thinking the same thing. The shit-spreading hippo? No. Got the God, heli- that's amazing. The helicopter, yeah, the helicopter tail flip. I have to take a break just to watch that video. That shit's so good. It's so uh, That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> you're, not, you're not shitting in a public space. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Uh, what do you, uh, Jin, do you give anything to uh, Lauren? Uh, uh, Lauren, Jin would like some salt just to test Jin's theory. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go up to like whatever, the culinary person or maybe like a more food, bulk I think food. salt's probably yeah. just like a... Or even a, a rock. So yeah, a rock. Yeah, vendor, I mean, yeah. just be a traded good. So you can yeah. just find a, a general trader. You'll find the general trader. Yeah, general trader. And there I'll you just go. Greet him by name. You know, I probably know Shalom. this person. Um, and they have salt available. I'm guessing uh, 10 gold per uh, pound. That sounds fair to me. 10 gold for a pound of salt? Yep. What? Bro, salt is so valuable. Salt used to be in the real world really valuable. Like Dude, people would trade money for salt. Over, yeah. Fought over salt. The fault of salt. Fault of fault. Of fault. <laughs> I, I thought earlier you're like, yep, you've just been salting mad dragon heart and making it all Gouda. Hell yeah, it costs money though. Okay. I guess, I guess Why do you think our went. party funds are empty? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <but> salting <laughs> dragon heart. We've been buying salt this whole time, <laughs> okay. baby. Yeah. Okay. 
I mean, what are you going to do with a, what do you want more than a pound of salt? Like, no, I don't want more than a pound yeah, of salt. So I'm not arguing for more salt. I don't know. I'm asking. I thought a, that was a fair price. I'll take a big old bag of salt. <laughs> All right, 10 gold for the bag of salt. Then. All right, that's cool. done. Uh, and then <laughs> you're, so you have a total of a uh, 50 gold. Elliot just minus 10. Uh, anything else you all want? No. I have 16 for honey reference. That's probably not enough for a potion. So You do a potion for 50. Yeah. We get a potion, then head back to Derek and call, I would assume. Yeah, you were in the potion with your thing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Schmagger, it's ground up, fucking granular, fucking salt. It's just fucking shitty rock salt. Like, Man, I think it's even more ground up than that, to be honest. No, I spent time on it, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I just wrote bag of salt. Cool. Perfect. I'll put my minor healing potion in my bag, yep. and we'll head back. Cool. Uh, I'm going to walk up if there's any tables with any books out out there. Uh, yeah, sure. There's. I mean, again, it's like a kind of a, a larger open bazaar. Yeah, there's there's a couple of them out. So I, I go up to anyone that has some books that maybe is sort of bound and look look nice. Yeah. And I'll walk up and go, Vodoitra. Friend or Vodoitra Druk, as I'm looking at whoever is they uh, operating the table. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Um, they um. Oh man, I forgot to say. If st- I guess stool isn't with you guys right now. I guess stool is back at the inn eating still. Um, it's first true test. Yeah, because the only people who've been talking are the two people who speak under common, which is clearly Lauren and Dro. <laughs> uh, okay, I, I so they, look- they, they first, they first, they are first kind of like confused. You know, when somebody comes up and speaks like not just like with an accent, but like pretty broken, and they're like, you know what? He's trying. We don't see Minotaurs here often, uh, and they'll say, "Zdrast with you, my Dro, Kakla." Uh, Okay, for for anyone listening right now, TJ's clearly pulled up a Google Translate. No, no, this is my my words that I have in Undercommon on my list. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, Did you get Pomoch for help? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay, you learned more Russian than you think. Awesome. Well, yeah, I did. Drove I, thought some I thought you had it. I thought you had it. You had Google Translate. Well, now I feel like uh, no, I have, a, awesome. I have a list of words. Shit. Okay. So well, I came up with the words the rest of us know. You're killing it. You're doing a great job, then. <laughs> yeah, you're you're doing a, a great job. <laughs> hey, for anyone else out there, if you want to learn another language, just have your DM teach you in DMD. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, so I go up there. I say Tiza, Tiza. Uh huh. Mm. Which is that's a made up word. That's oh, made well, up word. apparently means quiet. Yeah, yeah. Ticha, ticha, ha, ha. So that's yeah. not a made up. That's but, a Russian word. But yeah. he, you know, does like a tira. Yeah. I point to a book that hopefully says like under common to common. Okay. Yeah. 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 We'll follow here. Uh, yeah, they have an undercommon. It's all in undercommon. They're they're trading. Yeah, we can do that. And they're gonna say, "Oh, knigo hochish, I look at him trying to see if I can discern just from his 
movements and you know how he's doing stuff. Intonation. If, if I can tell what he, he means. Roll an insight check. A 17. Oh, very good. Uh, you can tell he's asking you if you want the book. And uh, I don't know yes for under comments. I, I'm just shaking. Universal my head. nod works everywhere you go, baby. I don't uh-huh. know if that's true, actually, but we'll assume it in this uh, land of the forgotten. And realms. then I, I point to the pin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I want it for free. <laughs> Make a persuasion roll with advantage. <laughs> All three of you are watching this from afar. You're hearing him, like, not do bad. Oh, Dro- Same role for each one. Dro- three. Joel is just leaning into Lauren and say, I've been teaching him <laughs> as he gets denied. I, I, I'm just, like, laughing. Mm-hmm. This is a preposterous. I'm watching this Minotaur well, try and trade two, him under common, which is two, amazing. Two threes they're, in a they're row. They're going to laugh a little bit, and they're going to say, Niet, niet. No. Dainas. Chut, chut. Stota. So then I... I, I pull out a hand axe but I, I offer it very delicately they to him. they immediately take it and give you the book all right and they say there's they're really like they're just smiling and they just say spasiba spasiba will show you they're kind of giggling a little bit and I just look at him and go druk druk and then I, I, I walk away no muy druzia muy druzia no idea how to say thank you, so he just leaves. <laughs> Turns around, Dro, give him a big thumbs up. Uh, Good job, buddy. Rostos, you, what's your uh, level? Are you A1? Are you hit A2, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. You were at A2? Because I think you had an experience with like where you spoke to the mm-hmm. four. You're now at B1. Ooh. Wow, with my limited five words, I got pretty good there. <laughs> well, here's the thing about learning a language, is it's all about trying and putting yourself out there and making mistakes and gaining the confidence from successful experiences. So that uh, experience we had is definitely gonna make you stronger and more confident in your five words that you know of Undercommon, which is just my shitty Russian. Hmm. Cool, uh, you have the book. Cool, just stiff it in the back, throw it on top of uh... Uh, Farkas. That was ridiculous. I could have swore you had Google Translate up. You've no. You're sly Farkas. motherfucker. He's in. He's always in there. He's still there. Farkas is still in the backpack. Good God. Always <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> Bringing him back to some oozes. That's kind of fucked up. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I'll protect him. Oh, that was great. I loved that. That made my linguist heart very happy. Um, you guys are heading back to Diggermatic Hall. Yeah, let them know we're ready and see what they have to say before we head out. All right. Maybe ask about Chip Grin and such. I, I'm, I'm looking right up the word for thank you, by the way. Spasiba. Type that out phonetically. <laughs> yeah. Spasiba. Uh, while you write that out. Yeah, you you managed to to say, and they, they kind of giggle a little bit more, but it's very cute. That was really good, bud. Do you, were there any words you wanted to know that would have helped there? Oh, yes, lots of words. <laughs> we'll, t- we'll talk on the way back, and I'll teach him. Hello, thank you, here, there, such and such. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know hello. You Yeah, you had a, a rough <laughs> approximation of hello. Oh, no, oh, no I do have words. hello. I do have hello. Yeah, здравствуйте. Voidreutsche. Um... And also remember that Lauren speaks uh, under common as well. And common, right? You both speak common as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If he doesn't speak common, we ain't. Yeah, I was just saying that we got a rough shit. No. Um, okay, you head back to the Diggermatics and um, 
Senny is there and, and they're they're kind of still prepping things out. You can see they're sort of like figuring out the uh, battle situation, um, but they are uh, also going to walk up to you and, and tell you very quickly. All right, so Chipgrin, the were-rats, Sark and his troops are gonna cause a distraction on the main northwest edge of where the oozes are. You are going to follow Yadgur here, and he's just gonna nod because he knows he's, he's not supposed to speak around Jin. Although he's eternally grateful for Jin for uh, returning some um, of the Sferfneblin remains to their resting place. And they are going to say, or Seni is going to explain, you're going to follow Yadgur down below and follow through some caverns. We do not know what's there. We haven't been there in a while. For all we know, there could be oozes. For all we know, there could be something else. It should put you out on the eastern side of the pudding court. There will be an entrance there that should be unguarded if our distraction goes well. You should be able to enter, infiltrate, and take him out. Any other questions for me? Oh, uh, you look back at Dobro and he's tied up to the chair with like one of those classic like bandanas like put in his mouth and he's like oh, oh, oh. I like how he I like uh, Dobro now. Yeah, I, you know, oddly enough me too and I'm his wife. And then I I lean over to Dro and I go, "Hey, how do you say problem in undercommon?" Problem. Problem. Uh, Nie problem. Nie problema. Da. Yes. Uh, things, though, Y'all are going to start asking for some Russian that I do not know, by the way. That's going to be super <laughs> embarrassing for me, but whatever. thinks the word Rastos is kinky, da. <laughs> ah, kinky, da. Yes. I'm learning under common. We can shelf that for now. Dro will look at Lauren. <laughs> you say it loudly and slowly. <laughs> She's like, yes, I, I know. <laughs> Dro looks at Lauren. Are you ready to go? I think our our troop is. Da, da. Yes, uh, Yadger, let's go. Okay, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> ready to go. Jin uh, would like to tell you, Lauren, that just to watch out the last time that we had somebody of your stature around us, they died from some ghosts. <laughs> Their name was Howling Howling, and we named our company after them. The Howling Dark. Understood. They were ripped apart. Uh, weren't they? No. They succumbed to a wraith. They were turned to dust. Oh. Uh, turned to dust. Same difference. <laughs> dust ripped apart. It was a terrible thing to behold. But I got this axe in the end. Do you have anything cool to get in case you die? <laughs> <laughs> I can be certain that I won't be dying here. Well, good. Uh, we need that. We've lost too many people here. Then I pray for your safety, and again, we're internal gratitude for what you're doing for Blingenstone. I don't know if we can ever properly repay you, but we will find a way, I promise. Don't worry, we'll be back in a bling and us die. That's very clever, Rastos. Thank you. <laughs> Rastos, you sound like this is Boo! Oh, boo. boo! I liked it. Boo! I <laughs> It almost landed. 
He but, came off that pommel horse pretty well, but just the landing was a little iffy. But but by my tiny hooves. Yeah. <laughs> if only you had bigger are, feet. Oh, wait, are your hooves very tiny <laughs> for your size? Yeah, like Donovan tiny toes. Oh, <laughs> Di- tiny Is shit clothes. splattered ass and tiny hooves. This whole time. <laughs> 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 what the fuck? God, that's not canon. The this shit is, splattered yeah, is not is, canon. It's coming more freakish that's, by the that's, moment. That's some aggressive shit. And then again, I hippo fart. In no, the no, 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 no. Come on, come on. Yeah, that's bad guy stuff. No, we're not. We're not doing that. Um, we're ready to go. All right. No more residents of Bling and Stone need be hurt by this blight. All right. And so Yodgur will motion to you all solemnly, and then he'll go towards the door, and he'll float. He'll just go right through the door. You all have to open the door. Down the ladder from Diggermatic Hall, and he'll lead you to the Ruby in the Rough, which I don't know. I think you all might have passed through, but I know, Jin, you actually went there to return Pelik's uh, remains. So again... This is a, uh, it's where multiple caverns come together and in the center there is this kind of um, altar with a large uh, ruby stone in the middle. And you can see that there are kind of shelves or levels where you'd have like a morgue, or not a morgue, what am I saying, a mausoleum. And um, there are different coffins in there and then you can tell it goes downward. And he is going to lead you down that path. Do you all want to do anything or, I mean. Maybe just establish marching order between the four of us and decide who's in front and who's in back. It's probably a good idea. Drove, I think. Jin will take the front. I think the sneaky ones go up front. Rostos, I can give you some light and you guys maybe follow at a distance. In case, I'll look at the clattering armor in case that makes some noise. There's no need I can make light for our friend here. Even better. What do you think distance between us? We'll be up there with the ghosts and how far will you guys be back? 30, 50. It's dangerous for you. Well, the ghost is going to lead you up to this wall, right? As you all are establishing this. And they're going to pass through this wall. And you stand there for a second as you're at the end of a hallway with these sort of like coffins in the wall pushed around you. And it's kind of eerily quiet, just a soft little stillness in the air maybe a slight breeze just through the hallways um and then the door starts to move downward this like rock on rock sound as this wall just goes down and you see yodger standing on the other side he's gonna say i cannot go further i can only show you this path though at the end of the way you will find what they now call the pudding court once called the court of Blindenstone. Hey, Yadgar. That is, is this path unidirectional? No, it's sort of winding. I mean, unidirectional is in there. There's no breaks in the path. It does not. I don't have to make a choice to just go. Uh, as you say that, you look through and you notice that there's immediately one, two, three, four, five, six, seven paths that you could go down. Any parting directions, Yadgar? I will stay here. Hey, Yadgar, you're as useful as Pelik. You Thank know? you. Pelik was a very good friend of mine. Uh, Yadgar. Yadgar. Is it the talking thing? Yadgar, is there uh, some sort of telling way of where the original 
core of Lingdon stone would have been some sort of stones or things we can do, follow. Do not waste your breath, Rastos. I've dealt with these ghosts before. They don't know shit. They just they just say There's stuff. There's a stairway heading upwards, and you will see a chain on the right side that you can pull and lead you upwards to the pudding court, formerly known as the court of Lingdon stone. Yes, yes, yes. Ah, the, thank you. You are thank just you. as useful as Pelic with your forthcoming <laughs> information. Sure, I'll take a quick minute and look around at the floor to see if there's any tracks. Uh, it's very old in here. You can tell that seemingly there has been nothing in the area that you all are immediately in for a very long time. Let's go down the widest path. Quiet so, pace. Just for listeners, there are currently many different branches. Um, there are two larger paths, one directly straight ahead from where you entered. Um, there's one which would be to your all's right, which would be to the north. And um, that branches in from those of you with good dark vision, which is majority of the party now. Um, Say for Rostos. Rostos, do you want to engage Flamenzunga or not? Nope. Okay. Um, that there are three paths branching off that larger one that go in different directions. To the south, which would be to your immediate left, there are two smaller paths. Can you all see everything on the map? Yes. Yes. Jesse, you as well with your new character? Mm-hmm. Okay, can you control them? I think so. Let me check here. Question. Are there any, like, uh, you know... I uh, cannot. Oh, yeah, the, I can. That's true. Like Sorry. a glow stick? Is there the equivalent of a mushroom in this hallway that no. I just pick up? Okay. No. It's very, very, very dark for you. Okay. <clears throat> we'll stay 40 feet back. Jesse, I'll, can you control them? I'll cast light. Yeah, I'll cast light on my shield. Okay. That might be a dangerous move. <coughs> we'll be fine. No more dangerous than walking in the dark for you. Jin, let's go. And we head down the path in front of us, the due west, the widest path. Okay. And the marching orders drove first. If it's enough, if it's wide to have two people abreast, you could do be, two people abreast. We'd be going two by two with forty feet separating us. The rogues up front and the beaters back. Quick little roll twenty thing. I don't know if this is snapping to grid, but if you hold option, you can move your characters in between the grid marks, um, in case you need to be able to do so. Um, Juicy. So, yeah, you all can set yourself up how you want to, just so I know, and about how far apart you are. That far back. Yeah, like I'm trying to be 40 feet back so that they're beyond the the end of the dim light okay. of light. Very cool. Um, so just for listener's sake, um, we have Lauren who has uh, light on their shield that is spewing forth about 40 feet. Rostos next to Lauren so he can see. And then the two elves up front with Dro and Jin um, about, what's that going to be, 20 feet or so further up? <laughs> 30 to 40. We're kind of at the edge of the light from Lauren. Yep. And so you all are going forward now because you all both have um, dark vision. You can see a little bit further ahead and you can see that you guys are at a fork in the road. (laughs) Hope you all like my DMing style of just nothing but forks in the roads. Um, Yeah, you can see it continues on for a while and it just seems to be uh, the similar sort of not hewn stone, not mined out, but just older, more like paths that are you're accustomed to in the Underdark writ large when you're traveling between settlements, but smaller and more confined and a little more damp and a little bit more claustrophobic. As we reach a, a point where we can make a turn, 
Dro will just look to Jin and laugh and say, <laughs> Rastos likes left turns and continue going straight. Then <laughs> they'll just look back and go, <laughs> Continue along the western uh, tunnel as it gets a little bit tighter. If we have to decide who's in front, Dro will go in front of Jin. You all go straight uh, to the to the west, past the left, and I'll stop right there uh, and figure out Lauren and Rastos. I can't really see except for around here. Uh, I'm going to trust you. When usually I just run in and hit stuff when stuff goes uh, bad, badly, bad, bad, bad stuff. You learned the word for bad in <laughs> Undercommon with your book. It's plocha. <laughs> well it matters not I mean we could move forward we will be bringing this reckoning to them anyways they can see us in the dark we can see them in the dark too it doesn't really matter I just don't want to give them up uh, Dro is very special he can be uh, unseen in uh, it seems to be uh, among uh, the species down here in the dark ah yes they often move unseen I can also move unseen. Oh, well, I... However, not as well as certain one of the drows. Well, it's up to you. I can't see much, uh, and I... However you think we should go about this, I'll just uh, do what I need to. Well, I'll say it again. Everything down here can see us regardless of how bright it is. So it means nothing to me. If we must needs the tip of our spear to be in the front, then we should move to the front. Maybe slightly behind them if you can see them up ahead. I can, I can see them, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you could see that far, probably, especially with the light. Yeah, you could see that they were moving down that path. They might be a little bit outside of vision. I'm not going to count it, but yeah, yeah, you got it. Do you all want to move forward then and follow them? Get a little bit closer? A little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can move yourself where you need to go. Um, yeah, as Rostos and Sir Lauren head uh, further down the path to the west following their comrades, but staying behind with a glowing, um, is your light like nice and golden? It's imitating- uh, The moon? Probably moonlight, yeah. Okay, so like a silvery kind of glow? Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Uh, so you have some moonlight kind of guiding your way. Um, was it Sehenin Moonbow? Is that who you worship? Yes. Okay, sweet. Yeah, it's my favorite uh, D&D entity. Um, she rules. Um, so, yeah, you all are getting a little closer. We're going to jump back to the, the front lines. Um, and you all go forth a little bit further. And you can see that it opens up a little bit wider. So now the cavern is about 15 to 20 feet wide. Um, and it opens up a little bit taller. And you can see there are larger rocks in this area. Kind of in different corners. Not necessarily stalagmites or stalactites that you're used to. But a lot of gray rocks. Yeah. Joe would just be moving silently next to Jen and now be actively looking for uh, glyphs or gems or things that we've seen uh, like that or just any traps at all. Sweet. Roll, uh, I guess you can do a survival or an investigation, whichever one you prefer. 19. Okay. You don't see any glyphs. In fact, you can tell that this place is like very much abandoned and has not been to for like a long time. It's probably like Lauren was talking about another place where this Furf Nebelin used to kind of use as like a quick passage. In fact, that's why it's kind of Byzantine in this style and labyrinthine. Um, However, as you're getting closer to one of the rocks searching for glyphs, you notice the rock kind of moves a little bit, just just shifts a little bit. Uh, 
instantly stop moving and uh, very quick and hard grip uh, Jin's like wrist for him and turn my attention that way and just freeze. So we're both looking at the rock and just wait a couple moments. You're pointing it to Jin's attention and Jin, you can kind of see it just sort of just shifts its dirt and coloration a little bit. Release her wrist. Jin just stares at the rock. Jin stares at the rock some more. Jin stares at the rock a little bit more intensely. As very intensely at the rock. Dro gives Gucci Goo finger to his hook horror baby. Jin tries to use psychic whispers at the rock to establish communication with this rock that may or may not be alive. Uh, you know, back in the day when you would try to make a phone call with like when somebody's on your 56k connection and mm-hmm. it's just fucking nonsense going mm-hmm. on. That's kind of what you get back, and the rock just shoots out some pseudopods a little bit, and it just like becomes a gray ooze. And let's go ahead and roll for initiative. As you notice, that four other rocks come to life as well. 